Hello everybody, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are from. This is Chioma Talks, a podcast where I talk about random things, life things, and of course, African fashion. Hey guys, this is Chioma, the girl with the African fashion back at you back at you right here with um another episode of chimu talks so today i'll just be talking about why handmade items are usually more pricey than mass manufactured items and how not everyone who is you know a handmaker is trying to cheat you with their prices So I'm going to get in it. I was on Instagram and I saw a post by um, a person that I follow. She makes really nice jewelry. The reason why I'm not going to name her is, you know, just for privacy. But on her post, she said um, she posted people ask why are handmade items so expensive? And she said it's because it's not made from China. It's made from passion. You know, it gave me a little chuckle, but it made me start to think about, um, you know, my handmaking journey and, you know, trying to address some of the, you know, questions around handmade. So, again, all of us know that handmade items tend to be more expensive. And, you know, a lot of us know the reason is, you know, they're not mass manufactured. It's usually a one to two person shop, you know, and usually the quality is better with handmade, right? So I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit and show you guys uh, the, (coughs) excuse me y'all, I'm kind of sick, and to show you guys the pricing. So I thought it would be good to use an example of a cell phone, just because I'm holding one in my hand right now, just to show that, you know, a lot of people who hand make stuff are really not trying to be outrageous with their pricing or they're not just trying to get one over you so so example so let's pretend um for this iphone right let's pretend for this iphone it cost me let me let me back it up so yeah let's pretend for this i um for the iphone the iphone the materials cost me like ten dollars right usually when people find out how much the material costs they're like okay if the material costs ten dollars why are you charging me like 30 to 40 okay now we have to say okay let's say the materials of the iphone cost ten dollars and for this example we are not going to factor in time so this factor in time we're going to throw that in the trash for now so let's say the materials cost me ten dollars so since the materials cost me ten dollars we'll just say my cost for that phone is ten dollars right okay again don't factor in time ten dollars now for me to sell this phone let's say you know i either have to get a website or i have to get a graphic designer so for a lot of y'all you guys can 
<clears throat> excuse me, can hire a graphic designer to design your website, or you can go on Etsy or Big Cartel. So I'm gonna use one of the main routes, which is getting an Etsy or Big Cartel site, and I'm gonna use Etsy because I just recently relaunched my Etsy store, Chimu Fashion. You can find it on Etsy. We have a lot of new listings, so it'll be great. <laughs> Self plug. But anyway, um. So for all of you who don't know, Etsy, for every item you list, they take away 20 cents, right? And people are like, that's not bad. But once once you sell, they take a 5% cut from your listings, right? So again, it's 5% of your total price. So let me just add that 20 cent in there. Okay. So let's just add 20 cents. So now this phone cost me $10.20 because, you know, my expenses. Next, we have, um, we won't add this in yet, but if you, if your customers pay with PayPal or with Stripe or with card, PayPal and Stripe and card, they also have, they also take a percent cut. Now, while the percent cut is not like huge, it's still much like I think PayPal is like they take three cents and point. I forgot it was like three cents and like one percent. And then Stripe is something very similar. Now, people might be like, that's not a lot. Yes, it's not a lot. But remember, they take a cut of your whole of the price. So they're not. So PayPal and Etsy are not working together. If if you sell something of ten dollars. PayPal's not okay. Let Etsy get a five percent cut of ten dollars. Okay, whatever is left, then I will get a percent cut of whatever is left. No, Etsy's getting a five percent cut of your ten dollars, and PayPal's getting a one percent cut of your ten dollars. They don't factor in that other people are taking cuts. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out there for PayPal, Etsy, Stripe. All right, so you're like, okay, that covers <clears throat> that cost right a percentage now since this is a percentage i am not gonna put that in the actually i lied yeah yeah i'm not gonna put that in the cost right now sorry i'm trying to do mental mathematics in my head okay now actually no i changed my mind i am gonna put that cost so let's pretend that right now we're like okay it costs me ten dollars the materials are ten dollars for this phone etsy charges me 20 cents so let's just say the price is 10 20 right okay we got 10 20 that's what you list on etsy now etsy says if you sell anything you get a percent cut They'll take, um, the fee now is 5%. So if we go to our handy dandy calculator, um, 5% of 10.20, that's like 51 cent that they're taking out, right? That's the 51 cent that's not going to you. So I'm just going to add that to our expenses because we have to, we have to pay Etsy. So that's 51 cents. Am I confusing myself? No, no. Now, uh, if we go through PayPal, let's say, let's just pretend PayPal takes a percentage as well 
I do not remember that percent, but I think it's like three cents plus one percent. So we have to add that three cents and then we have to add that one percent. Remember, it's one percent of the ten dollars. So we calculate that. <clears throat> okay, I oh, I, I did it wrong. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so, because we, we also have to pay PayPal. Okay, so I put in those costs of, and those numbers are based on if on Etsy we sell our item for $10.20. Cool. So that covers that, and again, some people, they have their own website, so if you have like something like Big Cartel, it can cost like $9.99 per month, right, to sell it. So... That costs $9.99 per month. Now you have to start thinking about shipping. Y'all, we didn't even get to shipping yet. So shipping also costs a lot. So if you are uh, if you hand make stuff and you are buying materials, you also have to pay for the shipping of those materials unless you're just going to your local Walmart or whatever. So you have to pay for the shipping of those materials. And then your customers, if you... If your customers buy something from you, you also have to ship it to them. And with shipping, someone's going to have to eat that cost. So we'll have to add shipping in there, right? So for your materials, your materials might cost $10. But to ship it to you, let's just use a very cheap shipping price. Let's just say $2 will be shipping. Again, shipping is more than that, but I'm being like very conservative and saying $2. That's to ship the items to you. Now, we're not even talking about shipping the items to your customer. And for some handmakers, their items are kind of big and bulky, so they do have to pay a pretty penny for shipping. However, I'm just going to pretend and I'm going to say, let's just say shipping is $6.90. No matter if you're shipping it within the U.S. we're We're not even going into international shipping. Now, the reason... So I'm actually going to talk about shipping in a bit in the next segment. So stay tuned. Okay, we're back, y'all. So in the previous segment, I was talking about some costs that go into price, like, you know, Etsy costs, PayPal costs. So we left off on shipping. So the reason why I wanted to talk about shipping um, a little bit is because when you have, as a maker, when you have materials, you also have to pay for that shipping because nine out of 10 times the makers, like people treat us like end customers, right? So the amount that I'm paying for materials, my customers will also pay that same amount. So the reason why I want to talk about shipping is because with Chimu, since we do work with a lot of African countries, they do have to ship the items to us. And, and for a lot of you that knows, international shipping can be timely, but can also be costly. So as a business, we eat up those costs so you don't have to, right? So we have to take shipping into account with our pricing. So, um, so we have shipping of the products getting to you 
and then we have to ship the items to you, right? So I just use a very conservative number within the US. I'll just say shipping is 690. That number can fluctuate depending on how big the package is, depending on how fast the customer wants it, right? So the reason why I'm putting um, shipping in our cost, because while people understand that shipping to us should be in our cost, people will be like, but why are you putting shipping in your cost? Doesn't the customer pay for shipping? Now, yes, the customer can pay for shipping. However, in the time of online shopping, a lot of customers want to know how much they will pay up front right so they will look at an item it costs ten dollars then they put it in their cart and they see that shipping is thirteen dollars and you know what they'll do they'll abandon the cart you know how i know there have been studies on this and your girl has done it right however if you put those shipping in your price if someone sees something that's 25 dollars, they know they're only going to spend 25 dollars. it won't be 25 dollars, and then they will get a 13 dollars, six dollar shipping price out of nowhere so you have to add that to your cost because, you know, you want to be understanding to your consumer. You want to make their lives easier. So, so that was just a little segment on shipping. So that also goes into your cost. And if we just add up what we have now, again, I'm not even done about all the costs, but if we just add up what we got now, we have... I should have practiced. <laughs> we have okay, so like I said, ten dollars is our materials. If you sell on Etsy, the listing fee is twenty cents. If you if you sell your item for ten dollars and twenty cents, Etsy takes a five percent cut. So I'm adding that point five one. Um, PayPal also takes a percent cut. Right. And then they also take three cents per interaction. Now you have to pay for shipping um, to you and then pay for shipping for your customers just to be, you know, just so you can put them first and in mind. <clears throat> so already the cost is $19.65. So basically $20. The cost has already doubled just by adding listing fees, PayPal fees, um, and shipping. And again, remember for shipping, I use the low number of $2 for shipping. Some people pay more. And if you ship internationally like me, it's going to be a whole lot more. So we're already at twice the material cost. And these are expenses. This is money not going to us. Okay. Next for cost, trying to make sure I have everything. Oh, I didn't even add this. So another thing for cost, um, if you go to shows or do vending shows or when you set up a website, you may have to pay if you connect yourself with Square, right? And for those of you who don't know, Square is like a payment processing um, app and also comes with the card readers. So when you're at an event, if people are like, oh, I don't have cash on me, you're like, okay, I can take card. Square also takes a percentage of your cuts. They take like two cents plus um, 3.5 or two cents plus 2.5% per transaction. And remember, 
Square takes the percentage of your total sale. So again, if you're selling something for $10, it's not Etsy takes 5% and then you have $9 left. And then PayPal takes a percent of that $9. Then you have $8 left. And then Square takes a percent of the $8 and then you have $7 left. No, no, no. It's Square sees $10, it will take a percent of Square um of $10. Square does not care if PayPal and Etsy already took their cut. They don't care that you that you really only have $7. They're ta- they're pretending that you have 10. So they will also take a pay cut. And I'm trying to remember the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it's unless you key in the transaction, it is 1 cents plus 2.5% I don't remember, but I'm just going to say it's 2.5%, right, of your cost. So let's pretend you um, sold something. Again, we're going to use the number 1020. And someone either pays by square, (coughs) excuse me, someone pays by square. They're taking a 2.5% of that $10, right? So we got to add that in our cost. Now, again, as I, I am doing the math, but this is not an exact science. I could be making some mistakes, but I just wanted to show you guys the cost of things. All right. So for a lot of makers, when customers pay us, we have to pay the fee just to get paid. Isn't that funny? We have to pay to get paid. <laughs> but so that's another cost. Now, I'm trying to think of any other costs that I may be forgetting. We already covered website, and the website we covered was Etsy. Some other websites, if you do Shopify, Big Cartel, e-commerce, I'm telling you, they're charging you like $20 to $30 per month. And again, it doesn't mean you have to sell a thing. Now, the next segment, I'm going to talk about costs like advertising going to shows and marketing yourself because those also incur a cost stay tuned okay y'all we're back so again i'm just going through some basic costs of what it means to be a handmaker so you already went through material costs um, selling platform costs. We didn't do website costs because, you know, I didn't want to add more numbers. So we just used Etsy. Um, PayPal costs, so payment processing fees, and also shipping costs because shipping is a huge thing. Now, I wanted, I think last time we left off, I wanted to talk to you about marketing. So for a lot of handmakers, now with the age of social media and everyone being so connected, the competition is high. I may make this beautiful necklace, but someone in India might make the same necklace. Someone in China, someone in South Africa. In fact, my neighbor, in fact, my sister who's sitting right next to me could be making the same necklace. So there's so much competition for people's attention, right? So what do we have to do? We also have to market ourselves. We can't just say we have good products and we're going to sit and wait. No. Even Beyonce can't do that. So we have to market ourselves. So yes, nowadays I'm grateful that we have cheaper advertising. So, you know, we have Instagram ads, we have Facebook ads, we have, 
we still have word of mouth, right? So we don't have to be on TV to market ourselves. But marketing ourselves does incur a cost. So if we just want to do sponsored Instagram posts, for example, I am not remembering the exact cost on the top of my head, but I know for if you pay like $1 for a post, it will only reach like 100 people. And people are like, oh, 100 people is a lot. And while that's true, for a dollar, a hundred is a lot. In the age of social media, a hundred is not much. So people, they recommend that you spend at least seven dollars to sponsor your post. And if your post is trash, let you spend fifty dollars. People are not going to engage with it. So let's say for Instagram, so that's Instagram ads, that's Facebook ads. So let's just say Instagram, you do the recommended $7. I think that was the price, $7 for the ad. And that's per post because, you know, they will advertise it for a couple of days. That's per post. And I think $7 gets you like three to five days. I don't know. Well, let's just say it's $7. Again, y'all, advertising per post is $7 and your material cost was 10 Let's just use an arbitrary number and say it's $7, okay? Because Instagram doesn't care if your materials is $0.05. Cents. You still have to pay that money. So that's $7, and that's just for Instagram advertising. We're not talking about Facebook. We're not talking about promotional videos. So I'm just going to use an arbitrary, just going to use $7. Again, this is not an exact math or exact science. Now, there are other marketing techniques. People have to go to shows fashion shows and now if you're in the retail industry like me I do a lot of I go to fashion shows I go to vending events so you know people can see my clothing they can feel my clothing they can try it on it's a good way to network and get exposure especially if you're new those inquire costs but there it is very rare even though it does happen but it's very rare that when you go to an event and you see people selling stuff that they're there for free a lot of events you have to pay money just to have the space right like um afropunk i looked at their pricing their pricing is not bad considering that it's afropunk but it cost at least two hundred dollars And this is just to hold a space. We're not talking about you selling. In other places, they can range to like 500, 1,000. And depending on where you live, like for me, since I was mainly based in Ohio, the vending fees weren't too much. But since I was a college student, $50 was a lot just to hold a space, right? And when you go to those events, you pay the money to host to be at the space you are not guaranteed to sell a thing. Yes, the venue may be good. Yes, the venue they made, the host may be promoting your stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> you are not guaranteed to sell a thing. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go, because if you stay at home, you're not going to sell a thing either. But you are not guaranteed to sell a thing. And I learned that because when I first started going to shows, like my first five shows, I would not sell a thing. Yes, I would pay like $50, $40, you know, to hold a space. And I would literally sit there for three to four hours, depending on the event, 
and people would like the clothes but not one person even paid one dollar for an item okay like not i went to my first five shows without making a sale the the vending the event was good Okay, I'm not saying it's the promoter's fault. No, the venue was nice. The event was good. It was very well advertised too. But even with all of that, I did not sell a thing. And that started becoming the norm for me. So uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Give me one minute. But in the next, I'll start talking more about my vending space pricing and how that's a cost. Okay, y'all, so we're back. Um, So, yeah, like I was saying last segment, we were just talking about costs, like marketing and going to shows, and how you can pay money just to hold the space, but it doesn't mean you'll sell a thing. And for me, that was my experience. Like, the first five shows, three to five shows, I would pay, but I wouldn't sell a thing, right? And again, I am not sad about that. I'm actually... Looking in hindsight, I'm actually glad that that happened because it shows that I'm not going to give up when things get tough. And if things don't go my way, I'm not going to break down and cry and give up. So maybe it's good that I didn't sell anything my first few shows, right? But anyway, so let's just say, you know, you're going to fashion shows, you're going to vending events. Those cost money, right? So let's just say you go to one show that costs fifty dollars right again this is low balling because some people um depending on where you live fifty dollars might be cheap fifty dollars might be expensive but let's just say fifty dollars right now people are like okay yeah the show the booth may cost fifty dollars but you're not just selling one item okay fine you guys are right so it costs fifty dollars to be at the event but if you want to do it per item Let's say you're selling, let's just say you're selling 10 items, right? You're selling 10 items. And for people who say 10 items is too small to sell at an event, you have to get yourself out there. So if you're paying $50 for a vending event and you're selling 10 items, you can say it's $5 per item. So we'll put $5 as the cost. Okay, if, you, if we want to do this per item, right? So again, that's a five that's an extra five dollars per item of expenses. And again, like I said, you are not expected to sell a dang thing. Customers do not owe you their money. So so we have to put that in our cost. If if we go there, we spend fifty dollars just to hold a booth. If we only sell twenty dollars worth of stuff, it's tough luck. You know, it's it's tough luck. The venue is not going to give you a portion of your money back. It's that's just you're just going to have to eat up that loss unless you're making a lot of profit elsewhere. You're just going to have to eat that up. So, yeah. So those are like so five dollars. So those are like vending costs. And this is like per show. Right. So we're only accounting for like one show. And for fashion shows, that can even be more expensive. For models, that can be more expensive. So we'll just say this is just for one show that you're going to. All right. 
I'm trying to think if there are any other costs. Taxes. Let me not get started on taxes. So for many of you who are living in the U.S., you know that everything that we do is taxed. And we do have to answer to Uncle Sam and we have to pay our taxes. And again, our taxes are percent they take a percent cut of our sales. So if so that's when you go to malls and there's an item that's $50 and you look and you and it comes out to be $55, you'd be like what the heck because they put a tax on it. Now some um small business owners or some makers they um don't charge their customers tax, but Uncle Sam will still take the money. And Uncle Sam is like Etsy, is like PayPal. They're they're not working together and saying, "Okay, you take the first cut, and then whatever she has left, I'll take a percent of that." No. If your price is $10, they're taking a percent of that $10. Okay? They're not saying, let me wait for Etsy to take it, get their cut, then I'll take what's left. No, 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 no. They're going to pretend Etsy didn't take a percent. They're going to pretend PayPal didn't take a percent. And they're going to be like, you have that whole $10, we're taking a percent. So taxes is also a cause. Because either your customers are going to have to pay for it or you pay for it. And a lot of makers, they do not charge tax on their items. So I know in Ohio, I think the tax rate is like 8.25%. So if you are selling an item that costs $10.20 and people collect tax on it. Now, for those of you who are saying, oh, that's too small. Like if you just sell $10 worth of stuff, you know, it's not going to be taxed. Okay, fine. But I'm just, this is just a hypothetical situation. So let's say you're in the state of Ohio I I believe the tax rate is $8.25 for clothing retail. You have to pay it. Right, so, and again, the tax rate depends on where you live, depends on what you're selling. But for this example, we're going to use 8.25%. You're selling an item for $10.20, right? And Uncle Sam will have to get that money. Right there, just for taxing. Did I do that right? Hold on, y'all. I did that so wrong. <laughs> it's saying the tax would be $8. I'm like, hold up. That don't sound right. Okay. So let me just do the math right here. That, that's better. So again, it's about $0.08. Cents just for tax. Just for that. <laughs> They'll charge you $0.08. Cents, so that's your sales tax. All right, y'all. So I'm trying to think of some other costs and expenses. So we talked about vending costs. We talked about taxes. And in my next segment, I'm going to just list out some random miscellaneous costs. I'm not going to even account for them. I'm just going to list them out so people know more about the cost. So stay tuned. Okay, guys, I am back. So we have been talking about costs and what goes into handmade items. 
and this segment i'm just gonna like list out some costs that we didn't go over but i am not going to account for them in our calculations because it's just so varied and it's usually costs that people don't think about or even makers themselves don't think about until they're in it myself included so again if we're looking at retail pictures how much does it cost you? Like, do you pay models to take pictures for you? Are you going to fashion shows? Do you have to buy a camera? Um, how much gas money do you have to take a plane ticket to Ibiza to get pictures? So photography and making sure your pictures look good and clean, that can come at a cost. Um, also, there's some miscellaneous costs if you're making stuff. Electricity, if you're sewing clothes, you have an electricity cost. You know, someone has to pay for that electricity. Thread, when I was talking about material costs, I didn't even consider, you know, thread, needle, machine, right? So those are also costs. Um, another cost when you're going to vending shows, if you're showcasing jewelry, you have to buy like a jewelry stand, you have to buy, um, you have to dress up your booth. So you may have to buy a tablecloth, you may some people some boots, they provide chairs and a table for you. Some other boots is you have to bring your own stuff. So you have to pay for a table, you have to pay for a chair. Um, if you have outside events, like there was one event I was helping, um, ethnicity, ethnicity who also sells like, um, made in Nigeria handbags and head wraps. She's amazing. And she had to bring her own tent and tents are not cheap like that. So she had to bring her own tent and her own hand weights just because if it rained, the show would still go on. So you have to consider that cost, you know, just making a making your table space looks nice because if your table space looks kind of meh people are more likely not to come to it especially if you're by a table that looks amazing trust me that's what i've learned um pa- um so we talked about shipping costs but we never talked about shipping materials again if you're going to the regular usps or you're using like their flat rate box the shipping price is already included but for some people who are using FedEx or UPS or what or packaging, are are you gonna use the regular USPS packaging or do you have your own packaging? Are you gonna um, have a special type of plastic, a special type of paper for your products? Credit um, business cards. Now people may say the business card is dead, but at a lot of shows, people are like let me have your business cards. Business cards. Um, promotional, um, stuff like flyers, um, billboard, not billboards, but you know, when you come to some, some shows or some vending shows, people have like their business name on like this poster, right? But, and they can roll it up posters. So those are those costs, um, gas money. A lot of people don't think about that, but if you're always driving to the post office every day and the post office is not that close to you, gas money. What if your materials are from a specific store that's like a 40-minute drive from you? Gas money, y'all. Um, I'm trying to think of other costs that creep up on you. 
and we already talked about etsy we already talked about paypal we talked about taxes oh for some vending events it um you have to have proof that you are a business so for one of my events in order for me to participate i have to have a vendor's license so that comes at a cost it didn't matter if i was doing this as a hobby if i wanted to be there i should do a vendor's license and sometimes the u.s can be so messy so i've had people tell me that they would go to vending shows and vending events and sometimes these policemen would randomly show up and tell people they need a vending's license because technically you're supposed to have one if you want to sell stuff and if you didn't have a vending's license they would fine you and the fine that they would fine you cost a lot more than the vending's license so in in ohio i think i paid like ten dollars maybe even less but like ten ten dollars for my vending license and it was relatively quick to get it but yeah but people have to pay for that so so those are so those are another cost um and then last but not least time opportunity cost right and again when i was doing my calculations i said we're not going to include labor into these costs but um labor cost how long does it take you to make an item yes that the materials may have cost you two cent but if you're making a gown and it's taking you a day or two that's also a cost opportunity costs like people don't realize what they can be doing instead of handcrafting like yes you are making this beautiful piece but maybe you could have used that time to you know make money elsewhere maybe you're using you're making this handmade piece but maybe you could have used that time to sleep you could have used that time to relax you could have used that time if you are job hunting like me you could have used that time to go look for a job that will give you that will be a steady paycheck right so there are opportunity costs so these are just some miscellaneous costs that really do be creeping up on you and if you're not careful you'll see that you run out of money very soon and again these are just me listing costs there are probably a lot of other costs i didn't think about but now i am going to add up all these costs that we have discussed materials um listing fees payment processing fees, shipping, um, Facebook, Instagram posts, vending events, tax, just so we can see how much it costs. And these are costs, y'all. We're not talking about profits yet, so stay tuned. Okay, y'all, I'm back. So again, we've been talking a lot about costs, a lot about what goes into these handmade products, and I did some calculations. So again, just to go over it real quick, I said the materials will cost $10, because usually when people hear that materials cost $10, they're wondering, if it costs $10, why are you charging me $20? 
right so then I, I said it's ten dollars i put etsy fees you know the 20 cents listing fee and etsy takes a five percent cut of whatever you sell so i added that in i added paypal processing fees if your customer pays through paypal there's also a fee for that i also put shipping costs you know what does it cost to ship the materials to you you know if you're not able to go to your walmart or go get them yourself and how much it will cost to ship it to your customer okay now i also added um for those of you who know square that's also like a payment process they also take fees if you use them i added that in I added in like Instagram and Facebook ads and this is like per post so they recommend you spending seven dollars per post because they will run it through a couple of days so then I put in sales tax because if you do have an incorporated business even if you don't have an incorporated business you do have to pay Uncle Sam and if you try to hide or run away from it what they will do to you will be will cost a lot more than tax so just pay it or at least just give a record so they can see and sometimes you'll be making too let like you won't be making that much so they won't even trip and then i put in vending events so you know you have to pay money for vending shows fashion shows and i just broke it per item so if you're spending 50 dollars on an event and you're selling like 10 items that's like five dollars per item so with all of that again this is not a um exact science this is not 200 percent accurate in the sense of numbers but it just helps to give an idea right so that item that costs ten dollars for materials our costs are looking like 31 dollars and 90 cents so basically 32 dollars now y'all these are the costs this is not we're not talking about profit because everything we added up that's not going to us that's going to the materials that's going to the shipping companies that's going to etsy that's going to payment processing that's going to the vending and fashion shows that's going to the government that's not coming to us so now we have to put our profit on there and if you guys listen to my last segment (coughs) excuse me i talk about miscellaneous costs i'm like okay if you really want to do this you have to go to more shows you have to have business cards you if you're taking photography how much does that cost if you're always going to the post office the gas you're sewing the electricity you got bills to pay you know all these costs (coughs) excuse me that we really don't think of you need a vending's license so the government you know so just in case you go to an event and the police decide to break in decide to come in and check if you have a license you have it right so those are all those costs and y'all like i said in these calculations we did not even include labor okay because people who hand make stuff, yes, the materials might have been quote unquote cheap, but it took them hours to make an intricate design. And again, these are the costs were just some of the costs. And these are just like some of the most obvious costs. And these do not take into account labor. And it's already costing you with all the costs. It's already costing you three times as much as the materials. <laughs> right. 
Now, we have to add profit. Now, how much profit a company wants or someone wants depends on them. I know some people, they're doing this for fun. It's fun to them. You know, they they don't have to pay. They don't have to pay bills. You know, they have a job for that. They don't have to pay bills. This is something that they like doing. They don't need it to pay bills. They're not really interested in growing their business. They're just doing it for fun. So I know people that will probably, they'll probably charge if they're talking about profit, they may add an extra $5, an extra $10, just so they can cover other costs like business cards, um, promotional costs, gas. They may just add that. But for them, they're not, they're really doing it as a hobby and they're okay with that. And if they can afford to do that, that's what they'll do. But a lot of us, you know, We are trying to grow the business. We are using the money to pay bills. Other people, if they're job hunting like me, this is what helps pay their bills. Again, I am fortunate enough to be in a situation where this is not the only thing going on for me. But for some other people, their work is the only thing going on for them now. I know people, they're hand making stuff. They're using those proceeds to help pay for their rent to help pay people have children out here help pay for their children while they're working a waitress job a teacher you know so for a lot of other people they really need that money because they're paying bills and and this is just for them paying bills and stuff we're not talking about them saving money right y'all and then we also have to consider what if people want to grow the business now, people may say, okay, if it, well, yes, I understand all the costs. Now I've seen the light. But if it's costing you $31.98, then why can't you charge me $31.98? Or why can't you charge me $32, right? Because if I sell you this phone, if it costs me $32 to make this phone, right? Or $31 to make this phone, and I charge it to you for $32, for $32, what am I going to, and I make a profit of $1. Don't get me wrong. While we're grateful for that profit, we really can't use that to grow because we can't take that dollar and invest in getting more inventory. If we're only selling it, selling it as we get it, we can't get more inventory because that $1 is not going to help me get more inventory. However, if the cost it's costing me $31.98 and I'm charging you like, let's just double it. Let's just pretend that we doubled it and I'm charging you 60, right? Then not only do I get that money of, you know, not only do I pay my expenses, but I can use that profit instead of this year, just selling a phone. I can use that profit. I can buy two phones so I can increase my inventory for y'all. People can do more vending shows, can do more fashion shows. They can go to more upscale ones. So maybe someone really wants to go to Afropunk and all those profits, they're going to Afropunk. That profit, maybe little Susie needs new shoes for school. It will go toward that. Maybe someone needs money because they're trying to pay their college debt. It will go towards that, right? So that's, so I'm just telling you, that's where the money is going to. And the reason why I did this podcast, (coughs) excuse me, was in no way to shame people for their money. 
this wasn't um you guys don't understand how much it cost and because you don't understand you guys are trying to nickel and dime us you guys don't you guys are stupid you don't understand no that was not the point the point wasn't to call people out to make them feel guilty because again I understand you don't understand it unless you're in it because I was the same exact way I didn't even know about all these costs until I started this business but it was just to show people that you know this is why handmade tends to be more expensive than mass manufactured and I'm gonna go on mass manufactured on a little bit so again we already talked about what goes into handmade and why it tends to be more expensive and why people who make handmade stuff are not trying to jip you they're not but uh if you compare it with mass manufactured now a lot of people say of course mass manufactured will be cheaper because you know they're creating a lot and they may have unethical business practices Okay, if we ignore the ethical business, because like there are some mass manufactured factories that are ethical. They pay their people well. Because like in the U.S., we mass manufacture stuff, and we're not going to be saying that we're paying our workers, you know, below fair wage. Well, arguably. So there are manufacturers out there who do mass produce, and they do pay their workers fairly. Okay, so we're not even going to talk about the ethical and shady implications, right? But if you think about it like this, usually those factories, if this phone, because again, in this calculation, we did not account labor. If this phone took me one day to make, because you know, it's an iPhone, it takes me one day to make. If it's a factory full of 10 people, we're not going to say 100, but just 10, if it's a factory full of 10 people, they can make this same phone, same quality, and if it's taking me a day, they can make it in 10 minutes, so it's nothing for them. Now, for me, the materials for this phone may cost me $10, because since I'm a small business, since makers are usually one to two person owned, the materials that they're buying will, will cost the same as if you go so if you buy a necklace from a homeowner from 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 somebody and it costs them ten dollars for those materials if you go you will get those materials for ten dollars so usually we don't have discounts in our materials those factories since they're buying in bulk so they're not just buying like one or two materials they're buying like 20 since they're buying in bulk their their material costs may go from $10 to 8 or $5. So they're also getting a discount on materials. So when you add that labor cost and when you add those materials discount already is going their cost will be lower and because their costs are lower, they can afford to give you um cheaper pricing. If you look at the sticker pricing so so that was like the point of this just to like showcase you know how much it really cost right and for people who are trying to get into the hand making business who are kind of doubtful about their prices because again once you started you thought you can sell a necklace for five dollars right but you look at it and you can't even get the material for five dollars i just want to show you that it's okay because again when i went into african fashion i'm like Man, I'm going to have these dashiki, these handmade, ethically handmade dashiki tops and sell it for $5. 
I can't even get material for a penny. Like, it was not going to work. So to showcase you guys, like, how much goes into it, um, to showcase that people who hand-hand make items, they're not trying to steal. And think about it. You People will always say people who hand make stuff, they're charging too much. They're trying to be swindlers. But you never, but when you think of people who hand make stuff, you never think of millionaires. You never think of people who have a lot of money. Think about it. When you close your eyes and you think of people who say they hand make stuff, like they hand, they're artists, they're, they hand make stuff. You guys are not thinking of people who are living lavishly. You're not thinking of people who are, who are rich. You are thinking of people who are probably like you and me. You are probably thinking, some of you are probably thinking of people who are, you know, behind on their rent, who are struggling to make it the starving artist stereotype. Because I'm going to be honest, like a lot of us, when we think of people who hand make their items and they're selling their handmade works, we're not thinking of rich, rich people. We're, we're not. For most of us, we're not thinking of rich people. So I just find it funny that we think that handmakers are trying to swindle us, but when we think about them, they're not living rich, which means to tell you that they're really not trying to make a fast one on you, right? They, they're really not. So that's why when a lot of small businesses or a lot of handmakers um, vent out their frustration about all of this um they'll vent out their frustration about you know you know you 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 guys seen those posts you've seen the whole man people are willing to spend one hundred dollars on a gucci t-shirt but want a nickel and dime a small business for two dollars like you know if so if they're a small business selling a t-shirt a handmade t-shirt for $25 people are saying customers are trying to nickel and dime them for $20 but they will go but those will be the same people that if they have the money right again some people they don't have the money and they won't be in Gucci anyway but those will be some of those same people that if they go to Gucci they'll spend $100 on a t-shirt no questions asked and that's what really hurts people sometimes again makers we understand that not everyone has the money to afford us that's why you have options right but what a lot of makers are complaining about is that the people will not spend $25 on a small business but they'll spend $100 somewhere else and what and and while I understand that I want to say you know it's your money do with it do with it whatever you want as long as it's not illegal do with it whatever you want okay that's you but please I'm, I'm i'm just telling you when you go to a small business do not try to nickel and dime them again people say oh it's always good to negotiate i understand but if they're selling something that's 25 dollars, don't try to tell them can you do 15 because that's how some of y'all are and please just understand that the profits go to getting more inventory. The profits go to people paying bills. And again, this is handmade items, right? And this whole segment, we were talking about all these costs. And you saw how a, how a phone that costs $10 to make because of materials, when you add up all the other costs that come up with it, 
it's like triple the cost like almost triple and we're not talking about labor y'all so i just implore you that's the reason why handmade tends to be cheaper than mass manufactured okay that's why when small businesses says they can't give you a discount it's not because they don't like you or they're trying to squander your profits it's just that they can't afford to that's why when (coughs) excuse me that's why when um that's why it's it hurts when small businesses go out of business like I'll just share the small antidote. I was talking with this lady. She sells jewelry. And her jewelry is nice. Like, I have one of her handcuffs. It reminds me of, like, Superwoman. It's great. And I remember she was selling her stuff. And one customer came to her, would buy her stuff. And the lady would tell her, hey, um, the person who sold the jewelry said, hey, tell all your friends. And the customer said no because she wanted to be unique. And she didn't want her friends to know. And y'all, please stop doing that. Sometimes people will find handmade stuff and they don't want to tell people where they got it from because they want to be unique. Okay, for big companies, you may find a you may find a company in Bora Bora that has a billion dollars in sales every day. So you might be a so Bora Bora, that company may like you may buy from there all the time and you may not tell your friends and they can afford it but for a small business if you do that sometimes if care is not taking people will close down their shop and it's sad because they're like you know only one person is buying my stuff but i can't with all these costs if it's only one person i have to shut down and that's what's happening if you don't be telling people where you got stuff you don't tell people where you got stuff you want to hide because you want to be unique that unique store might shut down that unique store might get run out of business and i know as a society i'm gonna be very i don't want to say negative but i'm just gonna be very honest as a society i know we don't care like toys r us they went out of business now all of us might be saying oh my god toys r us no why toys r us man my childhood toys r us wow that's wild that's what that's what we might say and that's what we say on social media but we moved on right we're not crying about toys because we can go on amazon and buy toys we can go on ebay and buy toys we can go to walmart and buy toys so yes and this was toys r us again toys r us is making a comeback but this was toys r us one of the biggest companies for generations and it went out of business and we didn't care. We said, oh, that's wild. Oh my goodness, how could it be? But at the end of the day, our actions, we just moved on. So if that can happen to Toys R Us, then what's so much so than a small business? So yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be like philosophical. But yeah, this was just talking about um, costs small business because you know i read that post and it put something in my heart again this is not to guilt y'all out your money this is not a okay chimu made people feel bad about how they spend their money so they should shop with us no i don't want to guilt anybody 
out of their money. It is your money. You made it. You do what you wish. But I just want to educate people on what goes into it. Okay, y'all. Thank you. Until next time. Bye.